Hey, witches. Welcome to The Lion, The Witch, and The Podcast. We are two mystic Leos discussing spirituality and human condition in the post-pandemic world. So hop in, witches. We're going hexing. Hey, witches. Hey, witches. What's up? What's going on? How are we doing on this witchy Wednesday, Sean? (laughs) How is the Wednesday going, Courtney? God, you know, I mean, we've both talked about this. It's been, it's been a very, like, I'm literally like, you can't see me right now, guys, but like, I, my hands are kind of just like going like all over my head. It's just kind of like a realization type of like situation on shit going on and people. And maybe because like my birthday passed and I'm like thinking about shit and, um, I don't know. It's just, it's been interesting. It's been very yeah. interesting, just like realizing shit. And, um, and I'm super gassy today. So there's that. Same. <laughs> what are we not gassy? That's the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny as you get older and you realize um, the bullshit that was so important to you the year before is now no longer important. And also the people that were giving you shit and we're so important to you the year before are no longer important. Exactly. You took the words out of my mouth. Yes. Um, everyone, if you, I mean, this episode will be out like a little bit later, but all I can say is that Sean, your Tarot Tuesday was witchy mermaid as fuck. I'm so not ready for summer to be over. Like I love fall as much as the next witch, but I'm just a mermaid. I'm just a sea witch. You You are. No, you are. You love, you love bathing in the water. You love mermaids. You love, I mean, for my birthday, you literally got me stones and, and seashells that I literally have all over my altar and like (laughs) everywhere in my house. Like, no, you are a sea witch, but let me just say like, that was witchy as fuck, dude. So yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for for calling that out. Yeah. yeah um, obviously. If you guys aren't following us on Instagram, you're missing Tarot Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seriously. My week hasn't really been witchy. So there's that. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. I made um, Hecate and Isis new candles. Yes, you did. Um, and the, the way I just did that was I, I got some fixed candles um, from your local um, Botanica and I got like a, I don't even know, like a skewer, I guess. And I put holes in the, um, the candle wax and I added essential oils and then I closed it up. Like I, um, I put some heat on it. So the, the wax would melt back into the hole. And then I, I heated up the top wax and I sprinkled some, like I had some lavender for Hecate and I had some, um, just like an incense mix for Isis. And they were like screaming because they were like, finally, we've been asking for new candles for how long? So thank you. (laughs) They were, they are pretty dope. They're pretty beautiful. And it just shows like, it's not that hard to make candles. It's not that hard to do that for your deities. And Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that's very witchy actually. I do, I will say something witchy. I've gotten a lot of crystals and new jewelry that, I mean, I'm literally wearing the bracelets that you got me for my birthday and I love them. Yeah. They, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a low energy witch week where you just like wear crystals and you just like make charge. some candles or like, yeah. 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 Like just charge, just chill. Like I'm fucking tired this week as y'all can probably already tell from my voice. So, but yeah, sometimes you just need to relax, you know? Yes, exactly. But Sean, who do we have on the cast today? Because you found this, this wonderful human being. Yeah. We have a really, really cool witch on the cast today. Her name is Sarah Fitzpatrick. She is a witchy glass maker her, oh my god her shop which way glass co is this i don't even know how to explain it in a way that is like capturing the awesomeness the essence of awesomeness yeah she makes yeah. these beautiful glass pieces they're decorative pieces you can hang them on your walls hang them in your window above your altar whatever um and they are just so like 
they're themed you, they they have like she has like ghosty themes and halloween themes and pumpkin themes and they are just so freaking cool and they're so like celebratory of witchcraft yes so. they're beautiful like i mean you just have to go to her page and see what she does because yeah. we can't describe how good it is until you see but i mean you said everything sarah she is it's amazing and probably so hard to do what she does. So like clap to her seriously, oh bringing that to life. And like, yeah. oh my God, this is just going to be a dope episode. You get to hear her story and her process and like, we, sh we should just get into it. Yes, let's do it. Everyone, we have Sarah Fitzpatrick on the cast today. Thank you so much, Sarah, for being here today. We're so thrilled as you could tell by the hype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thrilled too. I'm happy. Yeah. So we just, just to kind of start out, what we usually do is we like to ask guests to introduce themselves to the audience, tell us who you are, what you do, maybe talk about your spiritual practice if you're so comfortable and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool. So my name is Sarah Patrick. Um, I'm Canadian. <clears throat> I live yes. in Northern Ontario. Um, I grew up in the city and I just wanted to get the hell out of there. So about three years ago, I moved up here with my husband and we have a little Chihuahua Pomeranian. Then we got two new like shepherds. When we moved up here. Cause we were like, fuck it. Like I want to live the country life. Um, and, uh, yeah. So basically I just live up, uh, as a hermit and I love just it a stained glass artist and uh it's been a long road to get here but I'm excited to be where I'm at now <laughs> like I I I when I say like I manifested this like I'm not really sure how to explain to you like how like perfect everything was oh, oh, and how okay. like yeah like how um we ended up like getting our house and moving up here like it was completely like I just surrendered to the universe um and it, so it very much feels like um like I at, at some points it feels like yeah I worked really hard to get here and I definitely like did a lot of shadow work to get here but at the same time like I feel like it was completely out of my control at the same time. So wow. I'm trying to like live my life and like make beautiful things, like make people happy, make myself happy in the process and just like create this beautiful life that like, I still don't know what's going to happen yet. So yes, wow. that's like the perfect wow. introduction. Wow. <laughs> I mean, oh no. no, no, not at all. It seems like that you have so much like power and energy in you. I mean, the fact that you said that you've been manifesting and doing your shadow work, like, fuck yeah. Like oh, already yeah. like golf clap, like, fuck yeah. And <laughs> we love a good golf clap, but how did that, how did you start? like manifesting and wanting to do shadow work like what have you been a witch your whole life or like what oh okay yeah yeah you're yeah. right yeah <laughs> but like yeah so um I've always been like connected to the spiritual side even before like I even knew that that existed mm -hmm. um like my mom could tell you stories of how like when I was a little girl like I always saw things that weren't there talked to people that weren't there um same with my brother my mom the same way like even my dad's side is very like witchy but like not until I started talking about it did my dad realize like holy shit like your great-grandmother was definitely a fucking witch <laughs> like <laughs> by the stuff that happened like around her house and just the way that she was and whatever but yeah so I um have always been in touch with that side I did suppress it for a while because I started to tell people what I was experiencing mm -hmm. and then they were like you are like mentally ill like mm -hmm. you need to like go and talk to somebody about it and so I suppressed it so for a really long time like I didn't try to like other than like watching like ghost adventures with my dad I wasn't like actively pursuing anything mm -hmm. so it was kind of like a sad time and then all of a sudden like I'll probably say when I was in my early 20s, my, oh, and also I was like religiously like put down on it because my grandfather was like, yo, this is like satanic. And like, I don't want you having any part of it. He like literally yelled at me for watching Sylvia Brown on Montel Williams on like a Wednesday. Wow. And he okay. like sat me down and like read from the Bible. And I was like, yo, <laughs> like this is a lot. 
Um, and then, but he was like my favorite person. So I just like did what he said and whatever. And then when he passed away in 2015, like it sent me into this like spiral of like, yo, like what is real? Like, I don't know what's going on. And then that really like pushed me down into like the dark night where I started to do all this shadow work. And I really hadn't come out of that. So that was in like 2015, I think. And I didn't really come out the other side of my shadow work until like late last year. Wow. So it was a long time. And like all of this stuff like manifested. That's why I say like, I feel like I've done a lot of work, but at the same time, like as I was just like trying to figure out like all of that crappy mucky stuff, like the universe just like literally propelled me. And I just said, okay, like, I'll just keep doing this. I'll do this. I'll do this, like whatever I can do. But at the same time, like I was still like working through my shit. Wow. wow. Yeah. First of all, I have, I have so many things to say to this. First of all, Sarah, I'm wondering, were we separated at birth? Because, I literally was um, thinking, I was like, Shaw, the two of you have a lot in common. Wow. We had the same upbringing. I was, you know, like that. I had that mediumship stuff happening from a very young age. Um, there are things in this world that we will never fully understand, as Zach Bagans always says. So there's that whole aspect. <laughs> and then, you know, the, the cat, like the real intense Catholic upbringing that was yeah. like all of this stuff that like wasn't really within the norm of Catholicism was very much like um, Satanized, I guess. Yeah. And it was like very much correlated with demonic working and dark working. And, you know, as we have like kind of deconstructed through, I think the, the witchcraft community, like all of that is just like things that we don't understand. So we can't categorize them, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's it's insane how like I just I just love what you said about being in that dark that dark place and learning how to work through it and the fact that you were there for such a long time and that you're like kind of just coming out of it it really yeah. shows that this stuff like you gotta work at this stuff and you've mm-hmm. gotta be in it for a long time to really understand yourself and yeah that's a great way to start this off oh my I gosh you're on fire already <laughs> I know I like wow I just have that's just that your journey is amazing it really yes. is yes yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely yeah I mean the 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 journey is trust the process and that's that's where we got here we 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 came to the stunning amazing stained glass work which you know we can't say enough amazing things about I mean it's like all inspired by magic, which we love. Um, so like what brought you in the stained glass world? What brought you to like want to and learn also learn how to express yourself through stained glass? What's the origin story of the merging of you and stained glass art? Yeah. So when I was little, I like obviously was in churches a lot because I grew up Catholic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was always around um, the stained glass windows. And so when we would go to church, I'd be like, yo, get me over to the side pews what's right up against the stained glass. Like I was like obsessed with it. Um, And I was in like the church choir and shit. So I was always in church and I was always like surrounded by these beautiful windows and even though like I wasn't loving these like all of the like experiences in within the church I was always surrounded by these beautiful images like whether or not like I believe that they really happened or whatever I was always surrounded by them and so I just kind of always had this love of them plus as like a spiritual girl kind of thing I spent a fuck ton of time in cemeteries Yes. Um, and so in like the mausoleums and in like the little prayer rooms and stuff, like I just was always surrounded by them. I always sought out like old churches with freaking wicked stained glass windows. And then um, I was just like, man, like, I wish I, like, how do I do this? And so I kind of like put it on the back burner. I looked into certain places when I lived in the city, I used to live near Toronto. Mm -hmm. and um and so there's tons of different places where you can go and learn how to do it but when I lived there I was working like a nine-to-five job that didn't really allow me to pay my bills and also invest in that right and it was a big like sum of money like it was like I think like four hundred dollars to take like a four class thing which I 
totally get it now that I'm an artist I understand why it's like that and I like I don't I'm not judging them for it but I just couldn't invest in it so I was like whatever okay like in, in like uh in the time where I can't do it so until we moved up here like I said like it was like a weird time like I was still trying to figure out like who am I um and so I just kind of like wandered around like the area I do this thing where like I just like to get lost I just drive and I just like go to random places and like Mm -hmm. all these different towns and stuff and one day I was driving for work and I went down this weird road obviously like all the roads were weird I didn't know where it was I was in a new place and I I like out of nowhere in like this small ass town was this crystal shop and I was like what the hell is this I was like this is like so out of place this doesn't make sense like why would this beautiful crystal shop be in the middle of nowhere um like literally the middle of nowhere it doesn't make sense why this was here And so I put a pin in it. I was working. So I went back home, whatever. And then the next day I had off. So I went in and I was like, I got to figure out what the hell this is doing in the middle of nowhere. And so I went in and basically I made friends with the owner of the shop. Mm -hmm. So it was a crystal shop and I uh, got a crystal museum. So once I was a crystal museum with tons of crystals in a huge, like huge amethyst cathedrals and all of these like massive smoky quartz crystals like literally the size of my body like oh my god it was like I was like what is this so I anyways I ended up being friends with them and then uh I actually through her in the town that I moved to there's also a spiritual shop which is still weird because nobody around here like our town has like six churches in it and it's Mm -hmm. a town of 900 people. So Mm -hmm. like the religious level is high. (laughs) And so the vibe that I kind of got when I moved here is like, if you're spiritual other than like religion, like keep it to yourself because like your house is going to get burned down. (laughs) And I was like, okay, (laughs) like I will keep it to myself. I was like, I've been like a closeted witch like my whole life anyways. So what's the difference of like just not telling the community that I live in like that I'm in the broom closet. Right. So I, um, anyways, there's a little spiritual shop that I had been in a couple of times and the girl from the other one said, hey, like randomly out of the blue, she didn't even know that I cared about stained glass whatsoever. She said, hey, you know that shop in town, like they're holding an afternoon class for stained glass. And I was like, what? I was like, we need to take that class. So she's like, yeah, I'm going to take it. Like, do you want to take it with me? And I said, sure. How much is it? Because I was going to go back to my husband and be like, hey, like, I think this is like a sign um, that I need to take this class. And I was expecting her to be like, oh, it's like 200 bucks. It was literally $35. Wow. It was $35 to take an afternoon class and you can make like a feather and whatever. So I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. So it was like the middle of January. It was a snowstorm, whatever. And we went and took the class and I took the class and I was so good at it. Like not to like too much porn, but like I was literally so good at it that like the teacher was like, okay, like I really just need to leave you alone. Like you're good to go. And I came home and I was like, Michael, like, I don't know how to explain this, but like, I think I just need to like throw myself into this. Yes. And I was like, I have enough money in my like account, which was like my account balance was very low, but I was like, I think I have enough money to buy what I need to get in order to start. So he was like, okay, go do it. So I, that night, like I ordered everything off of Amazon and like it came like two days later. And then I found like a glass place, um, like in my old like hometown and I drove the three hour drive to get there to get some glass and then come back here and that was like that was it that was a start and I just did it out of like this tiny little spare bedroom of my house and it's just like completely blossomed from there and it's like it's grown like more than I can even like 
believe to be honest yes wow your That's story amazing. oh my god like can your story just keep going on and on right? and on <laughs> like literally I will say the few times I've been in church because I'm Jewish and I did go to church a couple times I would I Temple. do agree yes also tep- yes but like yeah. I do agree the glass like it's very pretty it's very pretty yeah, yeah. that's the best part of church honestly is, is the glass and then the murals on the ceiling oh you- my god yeah yeah yeah. Wow. Oh my God. And then going, segueing into our other question, because like, then you just started making these dope pieces. Like not only do you make a lot of decorative statement pieces, like magical pumpkin villages, ghosty yeah. cemeteries, the triple moon pieces, but you also make glass decor inspired by things in nature, like beautiful butterflies, yeah. the freaking bats and amazing <laughs> witch and wizard portraits. So can you discuss your creative process in coming up with a story for these pieces and immortalizing them in glass? Yeah. So even though I love stained glass my whole life, I literally thought because of like just taking art classes all the way through school that I was not an artist and that I couldn't draw because my teachers were like, yo, you can't draw. Like this is true. Like, okay. (laughs) Okay. I was like projecting much. Disagree. Um, (laughs) Are you kidding me? So I was just like, yeah, I can't draw. So like I was doing um, just like very basic patterns when I first started. And um, I think I even posted like my first post the other day. And, um, and then one day Michael was like, why don't you just like, Michael's my husband. He's like, why don't you just draw something else? Like, just, just, just try to draw it. And I was like, yeah, but I can't draw though. Like I'm physically incapable of drawing. And then I, cause I also do have a little bit of shaky hand situation and I don't know what that's from, but maybe I should see a doctor. But like, I have like, yeah. some, I have some shaky hands. So like, if I was like pencil to paper, like my lines, like, like there's no way. Right. But I got an iPad in like a very weird, also like universe like way of like, hey, I can't afford an iPad, but this girl that I met through Instagram was selling one on Facebook. And she was willing to do like a crystal trade with me, like like oh. half crystals, half cash. And I was like, yo, this is sick. Yeah. So anyways, I got this iPad and then I was able to like use the procreate feature where you can like hold the line and it straightens. Yeah. So like that was like a game changer for me. And then I realized like, yo, I can actually draw. Like I'm a good, <laughs> I'm a good drawer. I could draw. And so I started like, first of all, affirmating and like referring to myself as an artist when anyone asked so that I could actually believe that I could draw mm-hmm. and like making like stickers of my things because I'm like if I make stickers of something it means like it's like legible to other people so like yeah. I must yeah. be an artist so then um yeah I just one day sat down um it was just after Christmas I think and I was like really inspired by I saw a picture of like a witch's hat and so I just sat down and I just kept drawing it and I'm really obsessed with circles like I draw Mm -hmm. circles all the time and so a lot of my pieces like are within a circle and that's the way my witches started out and so the very first witch I ever designed was the green witch and I don't know if you've seen her but she's got a purple hat and she's got like little leaves all around her oh we've Mm -hmm. seen her okay (laughs) (laughs) so it started with her and I like it just comes like it just comes like I don't even really like set out the intention to do a green witch like I just sit there and I just keep drawing and I keep drawing and then all of a sudden I'm like oh this is a green witch which is perfect because that's kind of like how I identify as so I, like I probably kind of pulled it from within mm-hmm. so like I very much like think of myself as like a green witch um so it just kind of went with it and I'm very comfortable drawing like greenery and stuff so that was the first one and then I was like hey like I can do these like every which way (laughs) literally yeah so I uh yeah so I just like freaking like gave her and just like kept going and so I eventually like turned it into like the pastel which which like really like pushed my stuff to other people and then like I have my my woodland witch and everything and those are like never things that I sat down to be like like I didn't like have like an idea and I like pick it out of a bucket and I'm like okay I gotta draw this today like it Mm -hmm. was just 
like all like I feel like source fed like yes. you know, fed. so I just did it and then every time I drew something I would send it to my best friend and I would be like yo like I think I'm onto something and she'd be like this is freaking amazing <laughs> you know I was like I'm so excited for this can't wait to see it in class yes and so I would just like send things to her and whenever like I sent things to her like it was kind of like an affirmation within myself like just like on like a code level that like it was going to be good yeah um, yeah so like I don't know like I definitely have like ideas when I'm like out and about and like in nature and stuff and like I'm like talking to you I'm like looking out like my back window and it's just like a field and like mm-hmm. whatever and like I'm just constantly inspired by what's around me yeah um and so like I don't know like it's it's really weird like I can't just sit down and be like like Michael and I did come up with a list eventually of like cool themes and stuff and he'll sit down and be like well why don't you do like the vampire witch or something or like why don't you do this and then I I sit down to do it and then it completely comes it becomes something else Mm -hmm. so like I just kind of have to like not force things that was like something I had to learn like within like shadow work stuff was like you just don't force it and you just let it flow yeah um so yeah so that's kind of where it goes and I just kind of let it take me wherever it's going and like the pumpkin village like that came out of nowhere like the freaking bats came out of nowhere (laughs) I just keep going and I just like almost completely zone out while I do it and then when I'm drawing it and then I just kind of see what happens and go for it yeah I want to take us back to that term you said source fed that is so good like you you don't hear that too often Mm -mm. you know but like just from the beginning you've been talking about manifestation you've been talking about a connection with the universe and going through shadow work learning who you actually are so it's like it's so important for our listeners to hear this stuff because this is where we all want to be we all want to be on your level Sarah yeah. you know? uh, like that's like that's that is the talk in the mind of an artist and I think it's so fucking like annoying because I feel like in classes or at school or ever like whatever the teacher is they dictate how yeah. you should be drawing, how you should be using yeah. color. How you, I remember in college, I was taking a photography class. I loved photography and I know that I'm good at it, but the teacher kept telling me, no, you shouldn't be editing it this way. No, this shouldn't be the color. I'm like, art is your interpretation. Like don't. Yeah. And then yeah. I quit. And then I, I, I got out of the class. I was like, fuck that. Like that's going to take yeah. my inspiration away. Like yeah. whoever teacher said that to you can go fuck themselves because yeah. look at you yes. now. Yep. <laughs> you know who you are. Lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I completely disagree with the, the, um, can't draw comment because like, uh, obviously you can. And also like you did mention your stickers. I love your stickers too. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, something that I really wanted to talk about, which is like a really expert yes. draw, um, the Yanni pieces. Can we talk about those? You've been pushing those out lately and I've been all over them. Like They're fucking what- amazing. How did we like come up with that idea? Like just even, I, I love how like they kind of come out of like flowers, they come out of goddesses. Like, how did you put, how are we setting this up here? Like, how does it work? <laughs> so, okay. So last fall, my friend Penny, um, she does like yoga for like pelvic health. And she's like an, oh. an wellness like av- advocate because she has like a, um, I don't know what it's called. I can't, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like an actual like issue that she has that like, I guess like um, uh, prevents women from like having like comfortable sex. Ah. yeah 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 so it's like that so she is like always talking about like different ways that you can help this and whatever and I met her through one of my best friends Morgan who does um she's like a yoga studio in Guelph and um so she messaged me one day and she's like hey could you make me a vulva and I was like okay I could do that yeah like why not so I did and um I just kind of you know remembered what mine kind of looked like and um, (laughs) (laughs) 
and just was like, let's just do like a real basic version of this. So I did that and made the original like one that I made. And I sent that off um, and posted it to my Instagram. And I was like, okay, I made this, like, what's up? And I sent it off. She loved it. And she was like, oh my God, I love it so much. Like, I want to have like a whole like display of vulvas so that people that walk by the house are like, yo, that's the vag place. Like, so cool. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Amazing. And she even like sent me like a video of her husband going like stained glass vagina. Like, so I'm dead. <laughs> so good. So, anyways, I like kind of like moved on with different things, and then um, I had someone uh, or I had a couple people be like, "Yo, like I really like this. Can I order this?" And I was like, "Sure." So I made more of them. And the weird thing is, like, the only reason I posted the one earlier this year is because I made one for this uh, one of my followers and um, I sent it twice in the mail and I got lost and I was like what the f like I made one sent it out lost so I was like okay you know what I'll just make another one sent it out lost it was like over Christmas mm-hmm. and so I finally was like okay I'm gonna send another one but I'm gonna send it like a different shipping method blah blah, blah. and I ended up like making it and posting it whenever I posted it and it like literally like just blew up I was like oh what happened I don't know and so I was like okay like this is cool because I'm happy about it because when I created that piece like I didn't realize like how much personal healing came through it um I definitely like when I first made it like felt like a little bit uncomfortable making it Mm -hmm. but then I was like why do I feel this way like this is gross like why do I feel so gross about like making something because society because society makes you feel that way yeah about like like, fuck that yeah (laughs) yeah and I was like I don't care so like I made that I made it posted it and people were really loving it and then one of my friends from high school wanted to commission one for her girlfriend for her birthday and she had this idea that she really really loves like the triple goddess right and she's like but I also really love the vulva piece that you make like how can we combine the two so I just drew it together with the the vulva inside um and she said her girlfriend really loves sunflowers and tulips so I just designed that piece together and then I posted that piece and then everybody like lost their shit and I was like yes I was like so excited with that design I was like I can make this for the rest of my life like I love it so um and like that piece was like healing to me because it was so beautiful and I loved like every design element of it yeah and everybody loved it so much and it spoke to so many people that in turn also healed me and that's like a part of the reason why I say like I'm just going through the motions but the universe is really doing like other things in my brain and like letting me connect properly and like helping me understand like the things that like like all my little like weird triggers inside yeah Yeah. and like you're open yeah yeah Yeah. and those pieces are really really empowering it's really empowering and it's really beautiful for I mean like we talked about before society makes us like honestly hate our vaginas and like why why it's a beautiful thing we have them a lot of people love them. Like, let's yeah. just show it off to the universe. And you are putting it in a different, like a certain way with witchcraft. Like, I mean, yep. obviously yeah. they're also going to blow up because it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they're also such a piece of mystery too. Like to think, so going back to like this original concept for this piece, your friend who specializes in this issue that a lot of women experience, and there is not a lot of um, medical exploration on women's health. So mm-hmm. the fact that we have these like pieces of art that empower us to like, not only look at ourselves with like glory because we're goddesses, but yeah. also like, you know, this is a really important part of my health and I'm going to celebrate it as yeah. well. Exactly. And yeah. like, even that, like I was talking to Michael about it and like Michael, like, uh, like I always like, I, Michael and I are like best friends. Like we're like, we're married, but we're also like 
absolute best friends. We spend all of mm-hmm. our time together. Um, and so like, I always like reorganize my thoughts by like telling him like everything I think. Mm-hmm. And I said like, like not only is it like this beautiful part, but it literally takes things that don't exist and brings it into the real life. It's literally like a manifester essentially because like like it is literally the tunnel of manifestation. Like I don't know how to explain it, you know? I mean, you're manifesting every single time you make a piece, like that, (laughs) which is why your path, it just keeps going and going and going and like it's never I mean it, it's just amazing your stories it, it really is amazing yeah I'm so happy that you said that yeah <laughs> of course and <laughs> going into our next question because we need to know what mm-hmm. is the glass making process like from start to finish are there different methods and styles or like how do you do it yeah so okay so we all know like tiffany and co right like tiffany yes oh yes the jewelry and beautiful but we also know of tiffany style lamps do you know tiffany style yes lamps? yes mm-hmm. so tiffany and co and tiffany style lamps were brothers okay one went into jewelry one went into lamp work okay so mm. the way that i make glass is the traditional tiffany method which basically is one of two methods of stained glass. The other one is using lead cane, um, which I can explain to you. So uh, the Tiffany style method is I, t- I uh, draw out my design. I grab larger sheets of glass. I cut them down into smaller pieces. I have to grind every single piece in there. I have to grind the edge of so that one, it's not sharp. But two, so that I can add copper foil to the sides. So if I don't add copper foil to the sides, the solder and lead have nothing to stick to and it won't, it won't stay together. Okay. So copper foil each piece, put it back together in a puzzle, take a solder, which is made of a 60-40 or a 50-50 mix of lead and tin. You can do lead-free solder, which is if you see people doing like stained glass, like pendants and stuff and earrings, that's mm-hmm. free, obviously, because you don't want to skin. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then it's all together and then you polish it and make it pretty and, and make it all shiny. And then you've got this gorgeous piece. But I mean, I started doing this one that I'm my poison apple one. It's like a, it's like an eight by 11 panel. Mm-hmm. And just the copper foiling process took me five hours today. Wow. But like it takes a long time. So obviously the more pieces you're doing is like it just it's just a lot. And like the more intricate your pieces are, it's just a lot more. And my uh my glass supplier, he made tons of lamps in his stained glass career. And they took him months and months and months to make, like nine months to make a lamp, you know? Yeah. And that's all because it's tiny little pieces of glass. Like you have to cut each one, you gotta grind each one, wrap mm. each one in foil. Like yeah. And it's yeah. worth it. Oh it my definitely God. is worth it when you see like there's like some stages where you like have cut things where they don't fit together right and you're like oh my god this looks like shit and then you grind it and you're like oh and it's like covered in like glass mud and like so you got to wet grind everything so it doesn't go weird yeah and, and also so you don't breathe in glass dust because that's a whole other issue yeah um, but like you like grind it all and it's got all this glass mud on you're like oh this is so ugly but then like you know you just tr- you it's literally the trusting the process oh yeah like art form like you get just got trust the process it looks weird sometimes when you have it all copper foiled like there's a little piece that there's like a gap and you're going oh my god I just spent like 20 hours on this and it's so ugly and then you're like no it's beautiful it's beautiful it's all good it's got we got to keep the affirmation it's so beautiful I'm so excited <laughs> see I'm so happy and grateful that my piece is turning out exactly how I planned and then you get to the end and it's like you're like holy shit I made this how did this happen oh like, my god love yeah. that <laughs> Yes, you're keeping, you're, you're making sure that we are all positive, that we stay on this positive path. And I love that. I love that. I'm a big fan of the secret. And Mm -hmm. every time I feel like I'm out of sync, I watch it again. Like I watch the movie or like I watch the actual like documentary of it right now. I'm also like listening to the author, read it to me. Like I'm, I, that's my reset. Like when I feel like I'm out of 
alignment or something's off or I feel like oh I'm in in like a dark cloud or something weird's happening I just put that on and work while it's going and my life just completely does a 360 and I'm like back to where I'm supposed to be oh go that is that is what we all need to learn like you were just spitting just this this truth the all these all the truths all the truths it's so good it's so you good. get a truth you get a truth <laughs> one for you <laughs> that is so cool that i'm i was like very curious about the glass making process because i had no clue you know yeah. but that's super interesting thank yeah, you well, for originally like when when you see like stained glass windows like they are like usually like painted like Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you would like lay them all down and like when when I make it when most like modern stained glass artists do their stuff it's we get glass that's already colored for us okay um, they're colored using different minerals so they'll mix like a different mineral with sand so essentially with, with silica sand but uh, essentially like you see that some of my yoni pieces they're like they have that cranberry pink glass in them and like there's still some on my website that I haven't sold because I have to price them so high not mm. only because they take me forever to make but also because um in order to make that you need actual real gold so the price is so high because especially right now the price of gold is so high that you the the, the, the actual manufacturers are like hey, we're going to have to raise the price on this. Like, it's getting crazy. Wow. I think I think some people see my stuff and they're like, oh my God, like, why is that $500? And it's like, whoa. There's yeah, a I'm reason. Just, like, 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 <laughs> yeah, like, there's a reason. Like, not only is it, like, not, like, something, like, completely original that you're not going to see anywhere else unless, like, some other person just, like, rips off my design. Right. Um, it's also, like, the the time and the labor and the skill but also because of the materials I use like really high-end materials and it's like I don't want to sacrifice um my like original or not like my final like vision by just using cheaper materials just to sell it to somebody that's not my game my game is like hey I'm making these beautiful things because the universe is literally leading me to do that yeah um and I'm not just going to be like, hey, like, you know what? This could be a lot cooler if I just make it out of like 30 bucks and just like make 40 of them. Like, that's not, I don't yeah. I don't subscribe to that. That's know? fine. We don't, we don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's really important to say because, you know, a lot of people really don't understand the work that it goes into with art, especially something so niche, stained glass, like that's that's like hazardous too that is hazardous yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah like you gotta have like smoke absorbers you gotta have like some kind of ventilation you don't want to be like you also gotta wash your hands a ton you gotta mm-hmm. use special wipes to get rid of lead like yeah. you gotta get your lead levels t- lead lead levels tested mm-hmm. um, you know like th- it's not like it's not like I'm just like making sand castles out here like we've got some real issues to think about exactly uh, you know like there is some real hazards and also also glass is hella sharp you know yes. like, I like literally like nick myself like probably like 20 times a day my glass my hands are like man hands now because they're so calloused <laughs> up like I can't have nice long nails like I mean I can but it just makes things way harder right right yeah the hands yeah. of an artist Mm -hmm. (laughs) those are da vinci hands okay da vinci (laughs) hands (laughs) but kind of like um switching gears a little bit you you mentioned canadian dollars so you know i wanted to bring up the fact that we have never interviewed a canadian witch before which is like you're our first so i'm wondering what is like the witchcraft scene in canada you already kind of talked about it a little with the religion but Mm -hmm. like besides that I mean, there's definitely a fuck ton. I mean, I'm in a lot of like Witches of Ontario, like Facebook groups. And yeah. stuff. So I'm in Ontario. There's a ton of other provinces. There's probably a ton of other witches there. But um, I think for the most part, like, I'm, I don't know. I could be just like only hanging out or not hanging out because I'm a hermit. But 
um like hanging out or talking to the hermit witches right because we all kind of like the people that I talk to we all kind of like just live in the forest and, mm-hmm. like, you know do whatever I but- mean you're talking to one right now yeah oh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literally well Sean I think this just means we have to come visit you because oh, we gotta like we gotta go up and I mean I've never been to Canada I wanted to go I've to, never Canada, been to for, Canada right so Sean yeah. we gotta go we gotta yeah. go Hit us up. Yeah, Canada is beautiful. Uh, and I we also have like, M- Michael and I have so many like ideas for like our property and stuff that we want to be able to like have people and like hold retreats here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I really want to like manifest this life of like an artist where people come into my home and they're like, oh my God, it's like, kind of plain in here. And then they go to the room that they're staying and they're like, where the fuck am I? Like, I just want to make it so weird. Like, if I ever put my house up on the market, I want people to be like, what is this? Like, you know? Wow. I, well, that's that what we is, want. Yes, that is exactly what we want. And that's like a perfect way to go into our next question because you do want people over one day and like have all this spiritual, like, uh, who even parties? We're just going to call them parties because they will be parties. So, how do you cultivate privacy in your practice as a witchy shop owner? And how do you decide how much to share like on social media? So I'm pretty, like, I used to be very, um, like share happy. Like I used to share everything in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when I lived in a city, because like, that's what everybody did because everybody was like in each other's face, like on top of each other all the time. Um, but then I moved up here and I became this like, elusive like thing um and I just kind of share like very minimal things about myself and that's not because like um I like when I went through like my shadow period I realized I had all these people around me that didn't really care and they just wanted like ammunition for things Mm -hmm. and so I'm very particular about who I talk to like who I open up to um who I share any of my like practice with and that's just because I don't like I don't know this might be like a me thing but I feel like there's like a part of me many weird connections with people that I felt like my energy is being pulled all over the place and now I've cut a lot of those cords and so I'm kind of like hoarding my energy mm-hmm. and so I'm not really a sharer but I will say I'm not just like someone who readily shares information just like to whoever's like listening but if somebody comes to me and they have questions I'm a complete open book Mm -hmm. so like that's kind of like my thing that I'm dealing with right now is like am I too closed like do I need to be more available to people or like can I just chill here and then just really only talk to people that want to like have a genuine conversation I'm not a small talk person I don't give a fuck about that I'm not going to sit in a group of people and talk about the weather I hate talking about the political climate I can't do it anymore Mm so I just like if if I'm in a group of people and this doesn't really happen that much now because of the world but like um leading up to this whole thing um if I was in a group of people let's say sitting around a campfire and they're all just talking about stupid like things that don't matter like not that I want to like judge them but like I'm just not here for that I'm not here for surface level conversations like I want to talk about like like real things I'm just not here for nothing you know yeah oh I don't yeah know, that might be like um, yeah <laughs> No, it's so so interesting that you said that because Sean and I were literally just having this conversation before and I've been having a lot of conversations with other people that at this time, I think the pandemic has really made us realize like who we put our energy out to and what energy we want back in because we don't need to deal with bullshit people. We don't need to deal with the negativity and like your, I mean, it seems like that you have a lot of like empathic energy and like- you just, you don't need that. You just don't need that constant bullshit. So the fact that like you're picking and choosing who you want to have in your life and like really have a genuine conversation with. And if people ask you like, yeah, you're going to be open, but like the silly convert, like we don't need that anymore. We don't need fucking energy. Like I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't want to be a part of like, 
like you know like oh like this person like oh I, I was over here and I heard that this person like their business like went under like I don't want to hear about any like I don't I don't want to be a part of gossiping I saw this thing the other day that was like if anybody comes and like wants to gossip to you you can like cut it like cut it there and just be like did like did you talk to this person about this mm-hmm. no then go talk to them if you talk to them about it is it fixed no go talk to them is it yeah. fixed yes then I don't want to hear about it it's over it's not yeah. like it doesn't need to exist in this world anymore if you want to keep reliving it you can relive it over and over and over again but I'm not going to be here for that because I'm trying to live my life from like a positive standpoint and have a positive outlook and think the most of people and um, I, I have a lot of faith in like I know the world's kind of weird right now but I have a lot of faith that whatever is happening is just going to work itself out. And that might be a little bit naive, but at the same time, like if you just continue to worry and just talk shit about everybody around you, your life is going to be awful. And I'm not, I don't subscribe to that. I am. I just hit unsubscribe. I'm done. I'm out. And I will have conversations like this all day, every day. Yes. Mm. Well, that's low vibrational energy. Snap, 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 everyone. Like, honestly, like, yeah. (laughs) That is such low vibrational energy. I've been cutting out so many people like that in my life. I mean, like there are a couple people that I've been like, I've had to literally just like break from because they are so low vibrational. You talked before about how you were with people. They were taking your energy and all they wanted was ammunition for things. Like when you were sharing about like either your life or your practice or whatever, they just wanted ammunition to use it against you. And that is exactly how I felt about a couple people in my life. And I was like, you know what, why am I like just kind of smoothing the tides with this person to make everybody else comfortable? I'm not comfortable. Mm -hmm. This person's nasty. I'm, I'm done with that energy, you know? So Oh my I think God. we're all moving. The the high vibrational people are moving towards that in droves and the yeah. low vibrational people are staying out. Bye. Yeah. Your, yeah. your, your Leo moon, Sarah is like really <laughs> popping out right, right now. Like... That's something we have to discuss. <laughs> so yeah. sun, moon and rising sign. What are you? I'm so curious, honestly. <laughs> so obviously I'm um, a Leo moon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am a Taurus sun. Got it. And my rising is Capricorn. I have the same nice. rising. Yeah. <laughs> you got our energy. You got our energy down. Wow. I love it. We love that. Tor- <laughs> That's dope. Oh my yeah. God. The Taurus sun that. and the Leo moon, I feel like are such like a I'm not going to take bullshit from anybody oh, yeah. and I will literally leave your ass in the dust. Yeah, like uh, the, bur- <laughs> the bridge is burned. Like, I don't care. Like people are always like, oh, don't burn the bridge. And I'm like, yo, I matches. Like, fire. <laughs> They're here. They're on <laughs> like, fire. <laughs> yeah. Like literally like I poured gasoline all over that bitch. Like, yep. like I can't, I just literally do not have. And, but I will say like growing up my whole life, like super people pleaser, Yes. legit like to the like just like I would just like die for people like mm-hmm. you know and then I went like my dark night of the soul and then I was like I ain't got time for this like no I'm not doing mm-hmm. this no <laughs> that. like I'm over it like yeah gotta, like I mean ah, oh, like in the secret they say like if you want something like you gotta give that and so then I was like okay but like with that like I'm gonna set a fuck ton of boundaries because mm-hmm. I want people to like respect my boundaries and also to set boundaries with me so that we have like an equal relationship because I'm tired of all these like weird like oh like I'm so intimidated by you but like we're actually equal but like I can't see like I'm just t- I don't want to do it I know we don't want to do it yeah boundaries are witchcraft boundaries are witchcraft that, that is something that, that, that we I've been going about. hard yeah yes. we talked about this like so, oh so often but like something we've been going hard on for like the last two years I would say with setting yeah. that just learning people's true natures learning our true natures and then being like you know what we all need boundaries with each other because we, we can't I mean, step we on each other anymore about it like no it's healthy it's actually really healthy 
I literally said like to like one of my best friends like they have like a YouTube channel called the light side where they do like paranormal investigations Mm. and times like I don't respond to text messages that's not like hey like I don't want to talk to you it's literally like I'm just like in my little hidey hole and like I can't be you know what I mean I kind of said like this is the way I am and if you like have a problem with that like just like let me know because like I I've been in a lot of friendships and relationships where there was no like baseline set yeah so there was like all of these weird like expectations I'm also like a no expectations type of person like if we become friends I'm like yo there's no expectations here like yeah you want to like drop off the earth for three months and like come back like I'm like hey how's your trip like I'm not (laughs) (laughs) like I have the most low maintenance friendships and these are like the people that I'm so good with because we can all just go and like do our own thing and then come back and nothing has changed like you know what I mean and so and and I encourage people to set boundaries with me like like for example Mm -hmm. like with the whole like pandemic thing people were like hey like if you've seen someone like outside of your bubble like let me know because like I'm just not comfortable with that like Mm -hmm. I say like yeah hey like I went to the glass store today I was in a different city like do you still want to hang out no that's okay like we let's reschedule like I am all about like taking care of like my own boundaries but also taking care of others being yeah. like on an equal playing field making communication yeah communication is key like I'm tired of the like ugh, I don't want to live the other way I'm done yeah yep wow agreed so oh my god well we could talk about this topic like forever and yeah. we should we definitely should <laughs> but back back to the google doc because we're almost done here so okay. <laughs> How do you integrate glass decorative pieces into your practice? Do you make things for certain occasions to celebrate Sabbaths? Do you make pieces for deities or spirits or what's up? So, um, okay. So this is like interesting. Um, I only have a very few amount of pieces that like I kept for myself um, and most of them are triquetas because I'm like Irish heritage and Celtic. Okay. Celticness um but yeah like I am definitely inspired by the change of seasons so you'll find like even now it's August and I've already started with my Halloween stuff um fall is my season like that is my season of the witch like yep Mm -hmm. yep um and so I'm very inspired by this specific summer to fall change of season and also fall to winter I'm also obsessed with winter um and so in those seasons I am so heavily influenced by all of the holidays um but like I said I don't really like sit down with an intention but I notice that the things I create do kind of happen with um each holiday that passes um I also like have um this one friend who does uh uh subscription boxes and every um like every holiday she gets me to create like a different witch that goes along with that thing so even if I don't make it a glass thing I'll make it a sticker thing and then I'll have it in my shop but um yeah I don't know like like I said like a lot of the things I'm not really in control of so (laughs) I just have to go with the flow great am I gonna want everything that you make for Samhain Yes. Yeah. Yes, I will. Yeah. Um, I'm mm-hmm. so yeah. excited. Like I literally cannot. I'm so excited. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm already like that that ghosty um cemetery that you made. I already want to like walk in that. You know. Yo, and like, I love cemeteries. Yeah, oh my god. That's just my jam. I could live in a cemetery and yep, like same. Yeah, I love it. Last question to wrap things up. Do you have any words of wisdom or advice for young practitioners, anyone looking to get into glass making maybe, or even small business tips? Yeah. Um, if you're looking to get into stained glass, definitely take a class first because it's expensive to get into. Make sure that mm-hmm. you love it. Um, small businesses, I would say um, <clears throat> without creating relationships with people, your business won't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, care more about the real relationships that you make with potential customers rather than um, everything else. Yeah. Every, I mean, everything else can still exist, but without 
taking time to talk to people and, and, you know, actually know who's around. Nobody cares about your products. True. Like it is true. Like I, if people, whenever people come to me and they're like, I'm having a really hard time selling this. And I don't know, like these people, like if they have interest in it and like, well, like, have you talked to them? Yeah. You know them at all I mean what what's their like worry with it you know and um that's something that I think really matters a lot of my people that a lot of my customers that have bought from me like I follow them all back on Instagram mm. like I comment on their stuff I like respond to their dms like I try to respond to as many dms as possible my request folder is like always full but like I I really try to like let people know that I, I love them and I care about them. And like, I don't care. Like if, if someone like comes like, Oh, I really want to buy this and I make it like make us something in that theme. And then they don't buy it. Like, I don't care about that. Like it was just like a prompt that everything happens for a reason. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then for witches, um, I would say um, that just get like a community that's just open communication and less, um, about um, kind of like an ego situation. I've noticed like a lot of places, especially like TikTok's a little toxic for people. Yeah. Um, like get into like a Facebook group or something and also just kind of make your own magic. Like mm. just feel things out, go out into the field, pick some weird plant or like look, look, look it up. You know, like I was in the field uh, not too long ago picking like yarrow from the field, like, just things and just dry your own stuff, like figure out if you like crystals and this, and don't feel like you have to go to one specific thing. If you're drawn to multiple things, go to different things, try crystals, try moon water, try like um, picking plants or growing things or using things like using herbs from the grocery store in your practice. And don't be afraid to like go to like the spice aisle and just like look at things and maybe just pick one that stands out to you, bring it home, like look it up. Like there's just so much more than what's on the internet. A lot of it's in feeling and that's exactly with creativity in your business. A lot of it's all feeling so try to figure out what you want and the universe will probably provide it for you wow yeah Sarah you are you're oh my gosh like thank you so much for being on the cast yeah I'm like so happy that you guys one reached out to me and two that you guys like actually like care about what I say because I feel like I just ramble to people sometimes and they're just like I no. literally don't know that. No, no no first You're- of all as Leos we yeah. care what everybody says we hype you <laughs> we fucking hype yeah. you up but you are like yeah. such a breath of fresh air you know like everything you came on here and it was like first of all it was like zing this is right mm-hmm. and then you started talking about manifestation you started talking about like pulling down from the universe drawing down your influence influences and like that is exactly what we're trying to teach people here so it was fortuitous it was serendipitous absolutely we manifested you we manifested you to come on to the cast (laughs) and we I mean your story you your art your work you're just everything like is absolutely amazing and we can't thank you enough for being on here and everyone needs to find your work so please tell them where they can find you Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at WhichWayGlassCo. You can find me on Facebook also, WhichWayGlassCo. My website is www.WhichWayGlassCo.ca. And um, yeah, I think that's it. I have Twitter, but like I I don't. I don't what is Twitter I don't who you yeah Twitter. what is Twitter yeah someone said the other day like use Twitter and I was like okay I'll download it and I'm like this is dumb I hate it. it is dumb <laughs> so, I don't know I, I don't think I have oh I also have TikTok too but that's I just post dumb stuff all the time not whatever. dumb like, no, not <laughs> dumb Sarah is like, I, I, I'm just like, wow. Just wow. Just wow. Just wow. Just wow. Like, just, just uh, like what? Like what? what?
Like, I mean, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, I'd <laughs> we just can't form sentences or anything. The fact that like, she is so like in tune with yes. herself. Like there's a reason why she's a fucking manifestation queen. Like there's yeah. a reason why. And like her whole story and everything just fucking showed it. It just fucking shows. Yeah. It, it was beyond amazing to just see her growth. Like uh, she's just so comfortable, like, you know, and I feel like we're all trying to get to that point, you know, that like, we're finally comfortable within ourselves and our craft. And, you know, like she, like she said in the episode, you know, I'm still learning and like, we're always, we always got more down the road. We're always changing. Like she did talk about the stuff she wanted to do differently, the more stuff that's coming. So like, it just goes to show like you can be, um, really secure in who you are and in your craft and you could always bring in growth and I just learned so much from her I'm so glad she came on seriously she is just amazing inside and out like we said before everyone please go check out her shop because it's dope as fuck like obviously and please go check her Instagram out and we really hope that you enjoyed this episode and if you did duh so I mean (laughs) then you're gonna like our past episodes and hopefully you keep liking our other episodes and if you do you know where to find us on the social media on the website on um Apple and Spotify and uh, I mean you know the whole spiel you know it already go find us go find Sarah have a great rest of your week drink water what are your plans nourish water yourself do it we love y'all see y'all